You are listening to the fastest growing sports investing podcast in the world. If you're looking for no-nonsense, actionable sports investing information and insight, all geared to increase your bankroll, you've come to the right place. And now, the wait is over. Direct from the real MrACL.com, this is the ACL Pod featuring Captain Wags. I give you A-C-L. Welcome in to the ACL pod featuring Cap'n Wags. I'm ACL. He is Wags. We hit up with the Colts yesterday to start the South. We are now going to the Bill O'Brien-led Houston Texans, who no longer have the services of, I don't know, probably the best wide receiver in football, DeAndre Hopkins, because of Bill O'Brien. We'll touch on that. Wags, before I jump into that, I'll just give you the numbers here. Houston Texans, 10-6 and six last year, first in the South. Another division title for the great Bill O'Brien. Uh, season win total this year, seven and a half. It's down to seven and a half, minus 110 flat on both sides, guys. Odds to win the division, plus 350. Odds to win the AFC, 25 to 1. Odds to win the Super Bowl, 50 to 1. Odds to make the playoffs. They're an underdog this year at plus 145, despite there being an extra team that makes the playoffs this year. So generally speaking, where are you at on the Texans here going in? Yeah, look, you know, you, you touch upon Hopkins a little bit. The loss of him obviously hurts. I mean, it hurts a lot. The guy is, is top two, possibly the best wide receiver in football. Uh, and don't let don't let me, th- you know, don't think that I'm downplaying this. But, you know, you have the best quarterback in the division in Watson. Um, you still have top weapons at receiver. You have Cooks, Fuller, Cobb. Um, you have the best defender in the league, if healthy. If healthy. If healthy, right? So I think, you know, a lot has to do with health. And, and even those receivers, right? You, you look at um, Cooks and Fuller, these guys have been injury prone, right? So I, I think the Texans have a lot of potential. I'm taking a look right now at the AFC South. I know you mentioned it. Uh, Texans plus 350 to win the South. Yeah, that's the highest they've been in a while. Uh, that's a juicy number, um, you know. But then I take a little bit of a look. You know, you look at the coach, and, and surprisingly, Bill O'Brien, you know, for uh, as, I guess, you know, he's made some awful calls. Not, not mismanagement in games, uh, clock management. Fourth um, downs versus yeah, punting, right. stuff like that. Yeah. A lot of, you know, he's been consistently bad, but his record is actually pretty consistently good. So, um, you know, some can argue, hey, he may make some bad calls. He might actually be have a better record than he has now. Um, so Bill O'Brien, you know, tr- trades away Hopkins. You know, they had some, some issues. But uh, I think the numbers uh, there for the Texans at plus 350 to win the v- division is something to take a look at. Um, you know, I also look at their schedule. They have a much tougher schedule than the Colts. Um, they open up probably the, the tough, the toughest four games to open up versus anybody. I'll put this, this team down as the toughest four games to open up. They go to Kansas city. Then they come back home to host the Ravens. Then they got to go to Pittsburgh and then they're home against the Vikings. I mean, those four games, <laughs> they could be 0-4. You know, maybe they're 1-3. Um, so I'm still almost like, a, a let's wait and see. Because I do think they're, uh, you know, as the season goes on, their schedule opens up a little bit. They got the Jaguars. Then they play a few, you know, Jaguars in week uh, 5 and 9, um, you know, in their first eight games. So those are probably two potential wins there. They do play the uh 
Titans and the Packers. Then they have the Browns. They have the Lions later on, the Bears, the Bengals. I mean, these are all potential wins. So, um, you know, I think they could sneak into the playoffs. I think they could sneak in to, to be the division winner. Uh, a lot has to do with the health of this team. Uh, you know, J.J. Watt on defense and the receiving core. So, uh, you know, talk a little bit about the trade. I know they brought in um, David Johnson and what he might be able to do, if anything. I know he's, you know, another year older. So uh, let's hear a little bit about that. Yeah, so I agree with everything you just said. I I did not like the trade. I mean, from all accounts, it it appears like the trade was simply because O'Brien and Hopkins didn't get along. It wasn't like an on-the-field issue or anything like that. And, look, if you're going to trade away an asset like that, get something better than David Johnson. I mean, this guy led the NFL in all-purpose yards in 2016. He had 20 touchdowns. It's five years or four years ago. Uh, For a running back. You know, we're not talking about a kicker or a punter here. I mean, four or five years ago for a running back is – That's their lifespan in the league for for most good running backs. Yep, exactly. So I didn't like the trade at all. So that happened. That said, they they did bring in Brandon Cooks, not – too high on him again four or five years ago if he brought in brandon cooks great i'm not sure what you know what he has left in the tank randall cobb same same situation randall cobb i mean he's a a question mark i do like what they have at tight end though too so you know just some weapons there um even even if cobb is you know end up being a little slot uh possession receiver and the one guy of course at the top of the list is you know Deshaun Watson. I I've learned over the years betting against Deshaun Watson. Not I'm not talking about for a specific game or a half of football. I'm talking about like overall is generally a a bad proposition, right? Yep. This guy wins football games. There has been a ton of talk about him from a lot of sharp guys I've talked to, and I would certainly agree with this for a potential MVP season there because he checks a lot of the boxes. The, the team has lower expectations, right? He's a quarterback on a team that's going to be at, at least middle to good. Um, he has it in him, and if he has a really good year, it's going to be without without um, DeAndre Hopkins. So it's going to be like, oh my gosh, look what this guy did without the best receiver in the NFL. So the other part of that is they their first game is the Thursday night game against the Chiefs, national TV standalone game. They're plus ten in that game. No one else is going to be watching anything else but that. So that's a huge number. There, that's it's a huge, huge number. number. Yeah, it, it certainly got, has gone up since the trade. But, uh, look, if he goes in there, somehow beats Mahomes, wins a game, has an amazing uh, first game, everyone's going to be already talking about him as a potential MVP. Right. So that's, a, that's, a, that's also an emotional game for Kansas City. Banner raising and all that no stuff. Fans, all so this, you wonder how much that factors in, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, you, usually that stuff, um, you know – doesn't bode well i mean i've seen it you know not necessarily the best um there's too many emotions so i don't know 10 points i mean you lose deandre hopkins like yeah i get that he is the best receiver um but the, he, the, he's been shut down before and we've seen fuller step up and we've seen these guys Fuller's step a good up player. So, fuller stretches um, the field yeah. right yeah i think i mean uh, you know obviously you'll, you won't see hopkins and, and and watson extending the plays like they do um but yeah, ten points. Look, you know, I'm not, I'm not on it yet. I want to see what happens, but that that's a lot of points. It's also Andy Reid versus Bill O'Brien. <laughs> yes. But I will say this to your point, Bill O'Brien. All the guy does is keep winning nine, ten, eleven games. Exactly. He keeps winning divisions. Seven seasons with the Texans, fifty-four and forty-eight overall, four division titles. Now he's two and four in the postseason, which I think kind of speaks to that. Uh, and the game last year was against um, the Bills. I think they won it in overtime. They were down. They had no business winning that game. Deshaun Watson basically won Bill O'Brien a playoff game single-handedly. So there's that situation as well. 
Um, but yeah, as far as strength of schedule, they are eighth. They have the eighth hardest strength of schedule, which is interesting because another team in their division we talked about yesterday, the Colts. 16th. 16th. So that just speaks to how difficult the the um, the, yeah, the out-of-division yep. schedule is for the Texans. Well, they got the Chiefs. They both got the Ravens and Steelers, Vikings. I mean, the, the, it's a tough schedule. It's yeah, that so. Patriots. Yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, I'm just saying they got the Patriots. I mean, that's, you know, five very, very difficult games. Um, maybe six if you include the Packers, um, even though that's a home game for them. So, yeah, they, they have a tough uh, tough schedule ahead, but, um, you know, they got Bill O'Brien. So <laughs> All he does is win games, man, Seven, eight, nine. I mean, look, if, if you're of the mindset that you have a top-five quarterback, you have a division that's sort of, I'll say, up for grabs, there's – no team is less than plus money to win it. Um, and you have Bill O'Brien, who all the man does is win eight or nine games. Then you probably want to go over seven and a half. So. Right. Yeah, seven and a half is, is a little low. Um, you know, I think a lot has to do with the Hopkins. And I think a lot of people just kind of, once that happened, wrote them off. But, you know, th- this isn't fantasy football. This is, you know, reality football. And um, I don't think the team really gives a crap who's playing receiver as long as they got somebody out there and, and you know, Watson's going to make some things happen. Yeah, man. I mean, we see it all the time. I, a superstar leaves, and the next guy up is like, "Well, here's here's my opportunity." They're all saying, "Oh, we're not going to be doing anything now that now that DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins is gone." Well, now it's my turn. Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks. I mean, these guys are have had success in the league. It's not like they're just guys off the street. So whether they can replicate it this year is a whole other situation. But they certainly have the guy under center. I think that could certainly help them help them get there. So. Um, yeah, turnover differential last year, guys. The Texans were exactly at zero, so they were zero plus minus as far as that. So, well, tell me a little um, bit about what you tweeted out. Um, a little bit uh, about uh, one of these awards. I think it was the MVP. Yeah, so we talked about it earlier. I mean, Deshaun Watson, twenty-five to one to win the MVP. Um, there's a lot worse bets out there. I, I again have. I think we talked about it in some previous pods. MVP, only one person has won the MVP in the last 13 years that's a non-quarterback. That was Adrian Peterson, right? So you, you, you kind of want to start with the 32 starting quarterbacks. You can knock off probably a third of those guys who are, you know, on teams like the Jags, the Jets, et cetera. Right, and then you yeah. just Ryan, the Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick, not going to win it. You know, probably not going to win it, right? right? So of the 32, you can, it's probably like somewhere in the 20 to 24 range, right? Somewhere around there. And Deshaun Watson really checks off a lot of boxes because, I mean, this team – could I'm not saying well they could go like eleven and five without the best receiver in football and you're sitting there with the twenty five to one ticket on Deshaun Watson or again if you want to go offensive player of the year you could you could um, you could do that as well you get a little bit different odds there I'm trying to pull up the odds on him Deshaun Watson when the offensive player of the year is forty to one which is interesting right because historically they've given the offensive player of the year to like the non quarterback so it's like a Derrick Henry or a Christian McCaffrey wins that and then the "Quote unquote top, you know, quarterback gets the actual MVP. Yep, and, and even going a step further, you you look at the top guys up there: Mahomes, Jackson, Wilson. Then you have Prescott and Brady and and Kyler Murray. Um, you know, I, I would say out of those six, you know, Kyler Murray's probably um, to me a little bit more valuable, just because you know those top five names are there because of who they are, and there's not much value there, right? Brady's sixteen to one. Um, he's got so many weapons, but I just, you know, I, again, I think his age is going to, I think we saw a slight decline with him. So I don't really 
buy it. Um, also, I'm not, you know, if it was 30 to one, maybe I'd take it 16 to one. Not so much. Imagine if Tom Brady goes down there and wins the damn MVP award. I, I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> look, I, I love Brady goat. Uh, definitely. Uh, you know, you can make arguments um, for, for that. I'm someone who, who <laughs> puts him in the top three and, and, you know, if, 33% of me puts him in the top one and the other 33% is Montana. And the other 33% believe it or not is uh, Peyton Manning. Just um, when he was in I his can prime, believe it. he was amazing. Yeah. So, um, but, but getting back to it, Deshaun Watson is the ninth or eighth best odds. Um, you know, 25 to one him and breeze at 25 to one. You get the news about, Hopkins and Watson sitting there at 25 to one. Um, you know, I think his value goes up because if he does, yep. does it all without a guy like Hopkins, it, it just, um, you know, something to, to really consider. And I think a lot of the voters consider that as well. I'm glad you brought up Kyler Murray because his odds have come down considerably. And the reason is I think people are going on the Lamar Jackson theory, right? They're saying this guy He's, he's ready for that kind of breakout year. He's a running quarterback. His team is going to be better than last year. They're going to be better than expectations now. Um, so, I mean, yeah, he's sixth on the list, 20 yep. to 1. I, I, I'm not taking him at 21. I, I, I would have taken a flyer at him like 100 to 1, which is I think he opened like 80 to 1 or something. Crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Uh, you know what? You talk about running quarterbacks, and I know we mentioned it on the, um, the pod earlier, um, you know, last week. You got Josh Allen, a running quarterback. If they, I mentioned it on the on the Bills pod. If they take a, some notes and a glimpse into the Ravens playbook to see what Lamar Jackson did, and they add him in there at fifty to one, really juicy. There you go. All right, guys, that is the Texans. We are halfway through the division. We're going to be back tomorrow with the Tennessee Titans, which means we get to talk about Wags, one of his favorite all-time players, Ryan Tannehill. Tanny, baby. The guy that was three quarters away from going to the Super Bowl last year. And then Patrick Mahomes started playing. Um, All right. That's the Texans. We're back tomorrow with the Titans. Sound of those hometown cheers.